Welcome to The Perfect Zone, the podcast that helps you find perfection in the perfect, precious present. Sponsored by Easyway Wall of Fame. Find it everywhere, every week. And now, it's time for the show with Will Perfect and Lindsay Rose. Welcome to The Perfect Podcast. It helps you find perfection in the precious present. Sponsored by the Easy Way Wall of Fame. Find us everywhere, every other week. Now it is time for our show with Will Perfect and Janet Lopez. All right. Good tidings. We've got a new show. We've got a new movie segment. Yes. And we also have uh, Lindsay Rose as a co-host on this uh, very first of its kind. Say hi. Lindsay, you there? Yeah. Well, there she is. There she is. She pops up. She's like a magical, like, I like how you appear. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Great. How are you? How are you? Excellent. We're a little bit late getting in the studio, but, but I tell you what, everybody listening, we're going to extend the show. It's still going to be a half hour, so it will be until uh, what, what, 7.38 until we're going to uh, wrap up. So we got a little, it's going to be a half hour show. It's going to be a great show. John Carr is going to be our guest. Yes, I can't, I can't wait to talk to him. He's got, oh, wow. He's been such an inspiration to me throughout my lifetime. That's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. We had a pre-interview with him, and we ended up talking with John Carr for an hour and a half. Would that be fair? That would be. We laughed. We all cried. We, I mean, we went through every emotion you could go through. It, it was truly should have been like a movie, I feel like, looking back on it. Oh, it's true. I mean, this guy but, is an amazing entrepreneur, a very uh, charitable, uh, giving soul, um, a great example for a lot of people, and he's got a lot of romantic stories you being a love doc i know you noticed that right away too oh immediately that's that you know i i i can't wait to talk to him about who he ended up marrying how they met and really sharing with everybody what true enduring love is and what it's supposed Mm -hmm. to look like and feel like and and through talking with him i feel like our uh everybody that's listening is going to be able to feel just exactly how that is supposed to be. Absolutely. Right. Well said. And you've had some really good uh, experience and some good news and lots going on for you recently too. And Janet's going to be talking all about her, uh, her movie career that's just blossoming and she's doing a lot there. She's going to be coming on in about two minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to hear what she's got going on, and and I've been following a little bit about some of the things and some of the stuff she's done in her past, and looking towards her future and each door that just keeps opening. And I know a lot of the connections she's made through the Easy Way Network has really oh, yeah. helped her, you know. And so, yeah, that's Easy Way exciting, Network, the Wall of Fame. Yeah. The what? Yes, Easy Way it's Network, Wall, the wall of, of Fame. fame. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's so well organized. There's top tier uh, producers, directors, writers. If you want to get connected, the Easy Way Wall of Fame is the I recommend it highly. And I know you're part of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, and every person that I've connected with through you and Eric and James Zuli has 
they've they've made a you know they they've been somebody who has ended up being at that pivotal point in my life personally for me so I know that the easy way wall of fame it works exceptionally well and I feel like other people should be more attuned to it and so being able to share this it's like we get to share it's like a key to unlocking a door that we want to be able to help as many people as we can go through that door and reach their goals at a quicker rate than they normally would. And like if you're walking to your Wait. goal and you get involved with the easy way, it's almost like putting nitro and turbos in your shoes. <laughs> you got springs in your steps. All Truly, we can't even make this stuff up. <laughs> it's the fast track. You know, it's like you're. Do you want to go in an elevator or would you choose to go the stairs? Well, you know, if you want to get a workout in, you want to go the stairs. But this is just this is the elevator, the link to your success. I feel like. Truly, an escalator to success and an elevator as well. And yeah. it looks like uh, – should we bring in Janet right now? And see if, yeah, is let's Janet bring ready? Janet she's... on. Yeah. All right. As the audience uh, awaits the moment. Janet Lopez, as you know, is uh, the co-host, and you probably – oh, I think she's here. Oh, yeah. She's here? I hear the crow. Janet? Janet, are you here? I guess she's still getting. I guess, I guess hey! everybody took a little while. Ago. Oh, yeah, hi, she yeah. is. Hello. Hi. I was hi. listening. Good timing. Like the intro. <laughs> I was like, what's going? On? <laughs> hi, I'm so happy to be here. Of course, and and having you guys, um, Lindsay. We switched places here for a minute. <laughs> I know, right? Love doc interviewing right. actress. <laughs> But I want to, yeah, so we have uh, today, this week, um, it's the first time we have a movie segment. So I'm super yeah. excited about that. Yes, congratulations yeah, anybody, with that. Yes, yeah, so anybody who's listening, you know, if you have any um, feedback, uh, we'd love to hear from you. But I wanted to talk about behind this and what happens. And, um, you know, I, I for those that don't know, I'm an actor, a producer, and of course, I do hosting and stuff like that as well. But I wanted to Renaissance lady. Yeah, I know. When you're in the movie industry, you gotta wear so many hats, um, especially if you want to get to know different parts of the production. But I think it, it really does help. So, what does yeah, a producer do? Like... What do you do as a producer? Tell us a little bit of what a producer. Yeah, does. what 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 does that look like for somebody who wouldn't know what that is? They just hear the yeah, title, that's... but they don't know the duties that come along with it. That's a great question because, um, well, there's more than just one type of producer. You know, like it depends if you're, are you an executive producer? Are you an associate producer? Are you just a producer? You know, what, what kind you are. And I am not a. Tell us about what you're doing with it. Cause I know you're a producer. Tell us about what you're doing and your projects. Yeah. So as you know, I'm a, I produced a, I recently worked with, um, a director and a writer and, uh, actually, a, a, gr- a group of writers and uh, directors and stuff like that, and I helped produce a pilot to pitch, and so that was oh. great. And yeah, and can I can you share with us work. a little bit about that pilot, or is this can't say anything about it, keeping everything quiet? Because yeah, now you've um, got me on the edge of my seat. What what what, what is right? it about? Yeah, so this, um, you know, it's really well. Let me see. I'm trying to think which one I share because I'm working on another TV pilot now, just now. And I'm producing that one. I'll share this one. I'm producing one right okay. now and helping. Um, yeah, I'll share this one. So this one is really about uh, 
of someone's life. It's based on a true story, but I think, and, and it's yeah. kind of it's kind of like an East LA um, area type of thing. And what okay, okay, what this person went through, and it's amazing because sometimes, and, and this happened back in like the sixties. Oh, um, okay, so yeah, it's a time piece. Yeah, you could probably say mm-hmm. that, but you know, in an LA. And it's yeah, really, it's really good because it's it's on a perspective level of like somebody who is new to the neighborhood and you just show up basically. And, and, you know, you have like your gang rivals at that time and you have people who, uh-huh. and you just show up as a newcomer. That's like, you know what I mean? You got to fit in. Everybody's been the new right? kid You have school. to figure out how you fit in, which, where do you sit? Right. Do you go to school? Yes. Where, which lunch table are you going to sit at? Are you, you know, yeah. that's going to determine so, the, yeah, so the rest of Yeah. And I'm, as a producer, you know, you work with the writer, you work with the director. I also do, like, um, I am hire, helping hire the crew members, and that's what we're doing right now, the film crew for the pilot. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so we're going to be filming next week, and, and so that is on set. Um, and the great thing about this pilot, though, because, like, again, I am a dual, uh, I'm a producer, but I'm also an actor, and primarily an actor. Mm-hmm. So I, I do have a part in this one as well. I will be playing oh. an undercover agent. In this pilot, okay. Yeah, so that's kind in, of a. In the audience listening in, if you want to see what Janet looks like, some of her headshots, and she's going to be on Debbie Perkins' red carpet show. Uh, check out the Perfect Zone Facebook page. I uh, got a lot of uh, pictures from there, um, and and the pictures you got are amazing. You got uh, if you want to plug your photographers, that'd be cool too, because great pictures. Oh yeah, and you know what? The the one with the black jacket is actually a director that I work with, and he uh, just. Kind of did the headshot. It was blind fly, um, and so he's not really a photographer. But the other one, was but that just shows your natural beauty and your he, natural he essence. Might be somebody doesn't show. have to be a photographer. It sounds like you're a woman of many talents. You know, you you've yeah, got the beauty, yeah. you've got the brains, you you've got it all. You know. So, yeah, so when did you realize that this was a passion of yours? When did you get started in this? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, that's a great question and a long a long answer, but I'm going to try to keep it short because oh, I, I know I'm running yeah. out of time, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I could feel like I could yeah. talk to you forever, but go, go okay, right? go. <laughs> but really quick, for those that want to look at, look me up, I am on the Easy Ways hall, uh, wall of fame as Janet Lopez, and I'm also on Facebook. Just look up Janet Lopez, um, actor or actress Janet Lopez, and then you can do that on Instagram. And you, also, you could just Google me. Uh, just Google my name, Janet Lopez. I would be coming up on um, my IMDb comes up and on Instagram is J A Y L A A X O X O. But yeah, to answer your question, um, when I, when I started off, I, I act intentional situation. Um, yeah. I was working for a magazine in the street who is, mm-hmm. who kind of like added a division for actors and one of the, act, a lot of the actors didn't show up. So, while I was there. Mm-hmm. Well, Easy Way Magazine has a new magazine that Lindsay's a part of editing, so keep on going with your story, but that's a good, good. Uh, yes, I oh, now I need to connect with you on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so then I get, um, and, and so, the, yeah, so basically what happened, I ended up um, auditioning in place of the actor because I just basically fit, fit the criteria and I got the role. And that's when I started. I started in theater. I got, I uh, landed a two-year contract. When I found out it was my passion, it was because I realized how, it would make people happy. You know, when you perform, people laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make them so happy. You realize, like, wow, I, I can make people happy just, you know, by my performance. And 
So you bring all this happening, happiness uh, around the world, and I just enjoyed that part of it, but I also enjoyed the escape of it, you know, like escaping reality and right and leaving my, my place of home and going to somewhere new. And you can be anything you want, anybody you want. And that's what's yeah. beautiful about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So All I All right. Have a and that, speaking of making people happy, uh, we, we're going to segment to commercial in about a minute or less. Okay. But uh, John Carr is is a person that has made so many people happy. In fact, there's um, yeah. uh, he was telling us that he was investigated by someone and said that I don't know if you, you're always giving this much uh, 100% to charity. And they investigated him, and he basically was humbled and wanted to shake his hand and. He said, I, I am so thankful, you know, that there's people like you on this planet. Uh, him and Zig Ziglar, uh, as you all know, they they, um, yeah. they together collaborated on that concept of give enough people what they want, and uh, you basically won't You'll even have to ask for what you want. Yeah. You got it yeah, right. That's, yeah. And that's how I, yeah, you know. I I, and that goes with everything you do, you know, in life, even in production, you know, you're you work with the production company and you realize what goes behind and you do something for them. They do something for you. It, it's all everywhere, you know, but you gotta, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a really great, giving up people in this world, what they want, you'll end up with what you want without ever having to ask for it. That's been my motto. I've lived by in my life. Yeah. It's been helping people, you know, and just helping, you just, you're just helping because serving, like, why not? Serving. Okay. Janet, <laughs> before we go to break. Okay. Well, give me two seconds. What mm-hmm. is your favorite sure. movie, Janet? since you are from the movie industry. Great question. Oh, my Thanks. God. I cannot answer that question. But You have to. What You're comes on the up first. I want to answer Getting Away with Murder. Break, I mean, <gasps> come on. And, and Breaking Bad for TV series. <gasps> oh, for TV guys, series. Okay. Okay. That was okay. a great one. Yeah. Getting okay. Away with Murder. Speaking of helping, um, our sponsors are helping us. We're going to go to a commercial right after that. Uh, okay. Breaking Bad is a great show. I, I saw that with my brother. That was great. Yeah, that was really good. Well, <laughs> Something the guy's name was Walter or something or married yes. to the wife and you're just trying to keep her happy and of course you know I became attuned to that because I'm like wait a second <laughs> the love doc in me is going well I don't think he's giving her the quality time. I hear Walter and I think of Walter Frank is going to direct the Faces of Rap Mothers uh, movie that's coming oh, soon. Yes. Let's go to a commercial oh, yeah. and we're going to come back with John Carr. Okay, bye. Uh, okay. Do you have a heartfelt story to tell? Do you want the world to know about it? Get on our Heart Talk stage. Become a best-selling author via your speech in our Heart Talks book, distributed in all major stores and get seen and heard worldwide. We are all divinely created for greatness. So call 424-209-9290 or email easywaynetwork at gmail.com for info today. Get on the Easy Way train. Create your own free Easy Way wall profile. Connect with the best and network your way to success. Get your own commercial and consistently be promoted on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Google Play, Apple Store, Watch Free TV, Zondra TV, Voice America, iHeart, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Worldwide TV, Android TV, Samsung, LG, and numerous other Roku channels. Enhance your Google rankings. Give your brand awareness that turbo boost you need to close more deals the easy way. Contact us today. Call 424-209-9290 or text EASYWAY to 55678. All right. Are we back on the air now? We're going to make the great introduction to the great John Carr. Yes. How are you doing, John? Can you hear us, John? 
Are you there, John? <laughs> I'm here. Oh, there he is. That's that great laugh. Silently there. The <laughs> <laughs> crowd recognizes as well. Great to hear your voice again, John. Well, I don't have that much. I don't have that unusual voice, I don't think. I tell it's you, one of those voices voice you can I can listen, listen to for to hours. Forever. <laughs> Did oh we just goodness. say the same thing, Will? <laughs> I think so. We're on the same page for sure. Same book and everything. Good cover. Yeah, we are. <gasps> yeah. So, so you how, how should they even go? Nice. Oh, you Thank know, you. when somebody such as you graces us truly with your presence and we're able to share the world with how wonderful you are and be able to help other people get to their destinations and all the things, amazing things you've done. Mm-hmm. I, you know, talking to you, I'm like, yay, obviously so excited, but not just for me, for everybody around me and everybody that's listening. So now, John. Why don't we start the show by talking about uh, how you met Earl Nightingale, one of my great yeah. mentors and one of the great speakers and just uh, a tremendous uh, giving and amazing American speaker and personal development coach, and he kind of started the industry with the strangest secret. Tell, tell well, us a little bit how uh, you met Earl. T- yeah, tell us about that. Well, I was a, a sophomore in college, University of Nebraska, and I heard the strangest secret record one time. Mm-hmm. And in that record, it says you can become what you think about. So I started thinking about becoming very successful. Little did I know, five years later, I'm living in Chicago. And I'm on an elevator going to my, down to the garage to get my car. And guess who was on the elevator with me? Because on the strangest secret record, there was a big picture of Earl Nightingale. And I said, boy, you sure look familiar. You aren't Earl Nightingale, are you? He said, yes, I am. I said, oh, you live in my building. He said, no, I can't afford to live in your building. I live in the building next door, but I park my Rolls Royce in your parking lot. And he gave me his business card. And he said, come up on my Michigan Avenue office to see me sometimes, so I did. But anyway, he and I became very good friends, and I mm-hmm. think he mm-hmm. was the beginning of me becoming successful because I stood on the shoulders of giants. Earl Nightingale was one of them, and I attribute much of my early success to his strangest secret record, his philosophy and concept, and the fact that he took the time to spend with me when I was nobody. Wow, well, well you, met Zig you were Ziglar definitely too, somebody. But... And you were good friends with Zig, and you are somebody. You're somebody yeah, strong, you, and you inspired somebody. a lot of people. You're a heroic character. Mm-hmm. Well, Zig and I worked for the same company, and, and in Chicago, he and I, he was getting ready to start his uh, motivational company, and most people listening will remember who Zig Ziglar was, but he wanted me to go with him and start the company with him, but we became 50-year friends after that. But anyway, to make a long story short, I didn't leave the company I was with because I was making a lot more money than he was, and so I didn't want to leave and go with him, but I should have now. I wish uh, hindsight was uh, something I could follow. But anyway, he said, I'm going to make this statement famous, and I got the statement from you, John. However, I'm not going to give you credit for it. I'm going to write books. I'm going to be a great motivational speaker, and he became that. But anyway, he said, here's what you've been using, and I like to use it, I'm going to make it famous. You keep telling everybody, if you help enough other people get what they want out of life, you'll automatically get what you want out of life without even asking or trying. And sure enough, he put that in his books. He made that famous on a speaking circuit. And he and I became long-life long friends 
for over 40 years. And unfortunately, when I was going mm-hmm. to Vegas one time, I talked to his personal secretary, Lori Majors was her name. And mm-hmm. I said, don't tell Zeg that I'm coming into Dallas this time. I want to surprise him. And she said, well, I'm sorry to tell you that he won't be able to meet with you. I said, why is that? She said he was in an Alzheimer's home, and he went to heaven mm-hmm. with his Alzheimer's, and he wouldn't even have recognized me. But Zig Ziglar was another one of my mentors. I learned a lot from him. And, again, I yeah. give him partial credit for my success. And let's talk about okay. the, the main, yeah, main, main success. Let's talk about Donna a little bit. How did you meet yeah, Donna? Yeah, let's talk about and, Donna. Uh, let's talk. Yeah, who, oh is, my Don, who well, is Donna? Who is Donna? Donna Sue was almost 59 years my wife, mm-hmm. and I was dating her roommate in Hollywood. I moved to California from the Midwest when I transferred from the University of Kansas to UCLA. But anyway, I was dating mm-hmm. her roommate, and they had the Miss Universe pageant in Long Beach, and that's where I was living. And mm-hmm. I was dating her roommate, and Donna Sue was Miss Arkansas in the Miss Universe pageant. I didn't know her then, but when I was dating her roommate, and her roommate was on uh, Pookie Burns' 66 Sunset Strip TV series, and I left Long Beach to go to Hollywood to pick up Margot, her roommate, for a date. Back then, we didn't have cell phones and everything and computers, yeah. so she missed getting, she missed me, but when I got there, Donna Sue was her roommate, and she was coming down this spiral staircase. I didn't know who it was at the time, but when I saw her, I thought it it was absolutely love at first sight. This is a dream come true. Anyway, she came up to the reception desk and said, I'm here to meet John Carr, and I about fell out of my out of my chair. She came over, introduced herself, and said, Margo's at the studio shooting a series for this TV series, and I'm supposed to take care of you until she gets back, and she did. And when Margot got back, I said, Donna Sue's been so nice this last couple hours. Can't we take her with us on our date? So Donna went with us on our, de- on our date. <gasps> I called Margot the next, next day and said, Margot, we don't have anything intimate going. And could I date Donna Sue? I didn't want to sneak around your back. I wanted to ask your permission first. And at first she said, no, we do have something intimate going. I might <laughs> like you more than you like me. But finally, out of my persistence, she said, okay, you can date Donna. And I said, Margo, I'll fix you up with a guy a lot handsomer than me, a lot richer than me, more famous and all that. So she finally let me date Donna Sue. Four months later, Donna Sue was my wife, and she was the most important part of my life for almost 59 years. And I give her most of the credit for my success. And you tell when you met Ricky Nelson, who wanted to date Donna. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, Ricky yeah, Nelson, well, she was Nelson's Ozzy yeah. Barrett son. Yeah. And weren't people well, she was Dave Ricky and David both. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, Rick, okay. uh, David and Ricky Nelson both dated Donna Sue, and they put her on the Ozzy and Harriet TV show. And Ozzy uh-huh. and Harriet wanted to make Donna their real permanent daughter, and they did a, a Hollywood Reporter magazine article on Donna Sue and interviewed her. And they said, we don't know if you know this, but David and Ricky had a pact. They agreed they'd never date the same girl, and you're the only girl in Hollywood that they've both ever dated. And Ricky actually wrote a song for Donna Sue, which was his girlfriend at the time. Guess what he named the song? Donna. I have Donna? <gasps> Very oh. Yes, song. that's the name of the song. And it was written just for Donna Sue because that was his girlfriend then. Elvis Presley convinced Ricky Nelson to put it on the billboard. Ricky said, oh, I just wrote this 
song for my girlfriend. But Elvis Presley was famous at that time, and he had a lot of influence. So they put it on the billboard, and it became a number one hit for weeks. And they still play it today. And every now and then I'll hear Donna, oh, Donna. And Ricky wrote for Donna Sue when he was dating her. And I like how like Ricky sort of confronted you and said, uh, you know, are you that Hacy who's trying to date the girl I, I'm going? He's like, forget about it because she's going to be on my parents' show. And you clenched your fist and say, may the best man win. And love yeah. conquered all again. Oh, how did conquered all in that one? <laughs> well, I was going to pick up Donna Sue, and and Ricky is coming out of her apartment. He said, oh, you're this Hacy from Kansas that's been dating my Donna Sue. He says, you might as well give up. She's my girlfriend. She's on the Ozzy and Harry TV show. She's already famous actress, and uh, there's no way you're going to get her. I, I, did, I did clench my fist, uh, Will, because I felt like punching him, <laughs> but I thought, no, no. And I just said, may the best man win. And little did I know that less than four months later, Donna Sue was my wife. Oh, I love that. Now, I have a question for you. Who who do you give all the credit to? Because I know you retired at about 34 years old. Is, isn't that right? Yeah. Uh, 34. Well, on the strangest secret record, Earl Nightingale set that goal for me. His goal was to retire at the age of 35 with an income of $50,000 a year for the rest of his life. So when I heard mm-hmm. that on his strangest secret record, I made my goal. I was 20 years old. I said, I'm going to retire by the time I'm 35 like Earl Nightingale, but I'm going to retire with an income of 100000 a year for the rest of my life. And I met that goal by the time I was 27 years old, but I didn't retire until I was 34. Oh, okay. Okay. So now when you went on your tours and everything that you were doing, did Donna Sue, did she get to go with you to your, your oh, event? Did was I she took present my- with you there? I took my princess with me everywhere I wanted, wherever I went, because obviously when they found out I was financially independent, I'm still in my, what, 20s, I guess. So there's a lot of females at my seminars, and I didn't want Donna to worry about where I, and I traveled all over the country. So I took her with me all, everywhere I went, so she knew exactly where I was, what I was doing, and I wanted her to feel so secure I wanted her to know for sure everything I was doing and wherever I was. And uh, that was one of the best things I did because we never had any problems in our marriage. It was, it was, it was surreal almost because most people, people have a few ups and downs, but I made up my mind. I was a very energetic guy as Will said, an entrepreneur and had my own companies and so forth. But I made up my mind. I was going to put her first, not me. And when I put Lady Donna first. Sue before me and convinced her that it was sincere and for real, it did wonders. It worked. Such is one of my mottos that I've lived by. Give enough people in this world what they want, you'll end up with what you want without ever having to ask for it. Now, you, you put her at the top of everything. You had her at the pedestal. So she, she was completely, truly your, your queen. And the queen always protects the king, you know, obviously in chess and, and in life. Yeah. So it just sounds to me like you guys just had such an enduring love for each other, a true enduring love that lives on. And in me, well, you're I think you're the love, a great Doc. Man, John, for sure. Yeah, you. Well, I'm not. A, a, I, I don't. I, I I don't want to criticize you, Will, but I don't think I deserve the word great. <laughs> There's a lot of people oh, a lot greater than I am. I've just been very fortunate. I've been at the right place at the right time. 
but I made another statement famous that I still today, 60 mm-hmm. some years later, get criticized for. I said in my seminars, I did a lot of success, how to get successful seminars, and I said, anybody can do what I've done, and even somebody can do them even much better. And a lot of people say, everybody can't do what you did. But if they do what I did, they could, because I'm not that special. I just did what I did. I met Napoleon Hill for all time. Yeah. Oh, you tell about Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Napoleon uh, Hill. When he said, anything I can do, you can do also if you believe as I believe. But Napoleon Hill is right up there with that strong faith. You tell about your experience with Napoleon Hill for sure. Don Green. Well, Napoleon Hill wrote thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich, which is probably the most the most famous motivational book of all time. And they did a movie about Napoleon Hill. I, uh, I modestly uh, say that I was in that movie, and I didn't deserve to be in it. But I asked them why they wanted me in the movie. They said, well, as far as we know, we've done our research. You're the only human that's still living that knew personally that knew Napoleon Hill. And you promote him more than you promote yourself. So Napoleon Hill was a great inspiration as Dubba Clamp Stone in, in Chicago was. Norman Vincent Field in New York was another one of my giants, as well as Dr. Bill Bride, as you know, and Zig Ziglar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And W. Clement Stone. I hope I'm not talking too much. No, no you, we were late I, for the I show, you, so we're going to extend the, the show a little bit. Well, I could listen to you forever. Yes, in W. Clement Stone, when he would start his day, he would always say, I feel healthy. I feel happy. I feel terrific. I feel tremendous. And he'd, he'd, I mean, just had that enthusiasm. And then, of course, the derivation of enthusiasm is the God within. And I think I hear that within both of you and Janet as well. You know, why did you discount yourself? All of us. This is the perfect zone. This is the perfect zone where things just get aligned in ways that all we have, we just have to say, this is, you know, this is a God thing. We can't refute it. Well, I also, I also got a compliment besides you guys. I got a compliment, uh-huh. uh, uh, you, you know, Eric, uh, Eric and James Zuli because the Easy Way Network and the Easy Way yeah. Wall of Fame is something that everybody should take advantage of. It's a tremendous system that'll propel you, and like you said, Will, it'll give you what. Yep. You said something in your fuel that'll take you off like a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, rock, yep, exactly. Right. Nitro and turbo boost. Nitro and your career. Your, yes. yeah, it will. Nitro. And, and when yeah. I did my success, and John, seminars, I remember when you're talking yeah. about how your your wife's um, uh, parents accepted you, and it took like ten years because she they wanted her to marry oh, yeah. uh, Ricky Nelson. Didn't know like how good oh, you were yeah. going to treat her and put her first place. Tell a little bit about that. And then yeah, how how did that end up? Well, what did they end up saying? Well, her mother was. I, I didn't notice at the time because her mother was so wonderful. But her mother came to me about after ten years of our marriage and said, "I got to apologize to you." And I said, for what? She said, well, I wanted my Donna Sue to marry somebody more famous, like she would have been in the Ozzy and Harriet family and everything else, and Elvis Presley was after, and here she ended up marrying you. But I need to apologize because every time I talk with my daughter, we talk probably two or three times every month, I kept asking her how you were treating her. And she said, Mom, you keep asking me that. John treats me like a princess. He just loves on me. He does everything for me. He gives me everything I want. He's he's the best husband any wife could ever hope to have. So she finally, when she was convinced of that, 
came to me and apologized with tears in her ears, with tears in her eyes. That's after 10 years of our marriage. And she was just wonderful with me from that point on for the rest of our lives. Wow. Yeah. You, you really had it cherished, adored, admired, valued, and respected Donna Sue. And that's what my mom, since I was young, has uh, instilled in me for my ideals to have somebody who is, chooses to cherish, adore, admire, and value. And I hear it in your voice, the enduring love that you have for her and everything it is that, you know, all your success you attribute to her. You know, one of the untold secrets really is this, and you, everybody knows this. And this was, was one of the hardest things for me to do because I was always out in front and the leader type and everything, but Mm -hmm. you need to put others before yourself. And I always tried to put everybody else before me, and how would I would support them? I would be behind them. I would promote them. I never promoted or or acted like I was trying to support myself. And that right. worked wonders when all I was doing was trying to help other people and not me. And they turned around and started helping me because I helped them first. It's a secret. That's it's brilliant. It's secret. And people it's who are listening to this show, this show is going to be archived. And do listen to this episode over and over again. You'll learn something new every you listen. I every time. You, there's a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom savvy going on. I say John Carr's got but wisdom We should and uh, think about wrapping it up here pretty soon. Um, we, we were a little bit uh, late getting the show started, and uh, we're, we're kind of in overtime. But I'll tell you what, the score looks good. I think it's a win, 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 win going on. Absolutely. Well, I probably need to apologize for talking so loud, but it's hard for me to reminisce and go back and talk about my experiences without raising my voice. It just, it's just automatic. And I apologize if I'm talking too loud. Um, It's the excitement with you. You're you're speaking at a great tone. And like she said, we can listen to you for hours and forever. It, uh, you're, you're one of the great examples of what human beings (laughs) should be. I meant that when I said, when I talked to you the very first time, and then now this time as well. Yes, yes. You're, you're well, true. Is there any, um, one, any place that people can reach you at? Or if, yeah. um, do you want uh, to promote anything? Uh, this is uh, We're going we're to wrap it up after you give your yeah. – uh, anything that you want to well, uh, promote or give a plug how, to? How could anybody find you outside of the Easy Way Wall of Fame? If, the, if, if they don't mind allowing me to promote them, I have a website – it's the word the, T-H-E, mm-hmm. and the letters yeah. C is in Charlie, G is in giving, and F is in foundation, dot org, mm-hmm. the C-G-F dot org. And I don't want anyone to try to support or help me. I want you to allow, when you go on my website, allow me to help support and promote you. I mean, I've already accomplished more than I ever dreamed I could, so I – my goal now is helping and supporting as much other people as I can. And one last thing, Will and Lindsay, I hope you don't mind. One of the things yes. I'm the most proud of, I've been yes. a small part of helping generate <laughs> billions, not just one, yeah. but billions of dollars for multiple charitable causes and worthy causes. And I'm still doing it today as Wikipedia has up on their website. And that's the organization that investigated me because they didn't believe that I gave everything away. I don't take a dime for anything. I give 100% of everything I generate away to others. Do Americans, uh, Americans please hear that message. Yes, please (laughs) hear that. That's a great formula for success, great recipe. 
you know. We'll tell you what, give, we're going to wrap it up. And I, I do want to have you on the show again, John, if you, you'd be up for that, because you are just fascinating. And we just uh, had just the tip of the iceberg for uh, all the amazing things that you, you do and have done and uh, the stories we heard you tell and we were touched by. And um, again, my thanks, my, my deep and, thanks and, and appreciation and gratitude. Mine as well, my appreciation and gratitude for giving us this time. I value time so much, and especially time from you. Well, I'm the one that should be thanking you, and it's a real honor (laughs) and a pleasure for me to be here. And if I can be instrumental in helping anybody with anything, financially, spiritually, mentally, morally, I'll be more than happy to do that. Well, that's that's advice uh, for american to talk to their neighbor and everybody that they meet that's that's the recipe for success we were talking about there it is and we become what we think about thank you for listening to the perfect yes thank you goodbye just for now we'll talk with you soon thank you